What up? Welcome to a podcast of Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 360. In this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. Talk about the Patreon, merch shop, family, rattlesnake hunt, fast food, dispensary, health update, politics, immigrant labor, shad, royals, Twitter, Lakers, music talk, and some other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. What's happening? Uh, back with us after it seems like a long time since I've even recorded a podcast because I recorded la- both from last week early. Yeah. And so it just uh, I'm almost like, man, I kind of wish should just canceled it after that last one. You know, that's 500th total. But, you know, we'll get back into it. I have a few things on the list, but uh, how's it going? Not too bad. Uh, worked a long week, but surviving. Well, hell yeah. Uh, first thing I'll get to is our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Mo, you can go there and give a dollar more a month, get early access to the episodes. If you give enough, you can be a co-producer like uh, my mother, Graveyard Entertainment. It's your boy, h2.com and Forgotten One. Also, we have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast. Mo, if you would like a podcast mo t-shirt while they're still available uh, i have a really cool t-shirt coming to my a of the mo merch shop soon that i think a lot of people will want even if they don't listen to my music because it doesn't reference my music it's just the cover i'm using for my next single and it looks pretty cool yeah yeah um so be on the lookout for that um but yeah man last week i said you weren't here because we had um i had to go to fucking warica for the rattlesnake hunt so, I mean, I could explain all about that shit show, of course. Um, and then, you know, we had Skinny Come. We had this uh, this album drop that just came out today. So hopefully it does really well and doesn't flop. But it probably will. You know, you never know. But uh, wh- what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? Just work? Yeah, pretty much work all this week. Uh, weekend's been filled with uh, soccer games, uh, birthdays. Uh, I think it was Colton's birthday party last time. And then his niece's or uh, his cousin's birthday uh, the next day. So, yeah, we just have been busy on the days off. Like I said, man, I kind of almost missed the weekdays off. Right. Yeah, I know it's a little selfish of me, but there's no me time right now. None. Zero. Silch. Yeah. Uh, I'm lucky I don't know enough people that I get pulled into stuff. But tomorrow, uh, which is a weekend, I do have to go to fucking Antlers. And it's like, God damn it's it. It's not so much that. It's like you're, you're, you get to be the only child. You don't. Have to, you know, you got all the nieces and nephews, I guess. Well, maybe you do somewhere. But. Yeah, I mean, I do with uh, Koopy's family. Yeah. That's why I have to go tomorrow. Um, because I really do enjoy not having to care about it. You know, yeah. like, I mean, in a very selfish way, it is cool that I I don't really worry about other people. Like, I like my parents a lot. I think they're cool, you know, in some. Um, but that whole time I'm because you see certain people come in that have like lived in the town their whole life or, or stuff like that. And you're like. I don't, I don't know. It's just so different because I'm like, I live my own life like that is just completely disconnected from my parents, right? Like none of my decisions affect them. None of their decisions really affect me. And that almost makes it more fun when I visit them. Hey, what are right. you been up to? You know, whatever. Like, whereas in like, uh, you know, when I'm younger, so I'm like relying upon them. You know, it's like you're so you feel so judged by everything you do because they could just be like, you know what? I'm not helping you out this month or whatever, you know? <laughs> uh, so it is, it is cool. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, you definitely have a lot. You know, I have 
like I said, I have Koopy's family and they don't expect a lot of me. I mean, they don't like she's going to be there for three days in a row and I'm only going to go for one meal. So, you know, I definitely get out of a lot of it. But yeah, so I went down to Warica, the rattlesnake hunt. Uh, my parents have this liquor store. So if anyone is from Warica or happens to be listening, y'all should go check it out. Uh, but it's like at the end of Main Street, like right where. So this carnival, uh, they block off the whole Main Street of the town and put fucking carnival rides and shops and shit like that set up. And it's uh, gotten smaller and smaller since I was little, partly because I'm literally older now. Uh, and uh, and bigger, so therefore things seem smaller, but it also has gotten smaller. Like, it used to be like the whole Main Street was covered with all kinds of shit. Like, there'd be like a whole flea market on one side of town, and now, like, that just doesn't really exist, you know? Yeah, because when I went when I was younger, there was shit everywhere. I mean, I hadn't been in fuck so long. But, yeah, when I was a young kid, I went several times, you know, and- and uh, it was huge. Right, like, uh, back where, like, the Dairy Queen used to be and shit. Like, it used to go all the way back there. Like, it wrapped all the way down, you know. It was a really big deal. But it's gotten smaller. To This was, like, the year they're bringing it back. So everyone kept acting like it was bigger. And I'm sure it was compared to last year. I haven't been in a few years. But it there was shit there. But there weren't, like, people. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I don't know. It just, there wasn't that many people, right? And my parents' business did about the same business it would do normally. Huh. You know, it was like the people that were in, down there wanted a beer. They would come get a beer. But the people that would normally be buying a bottle because they ain't got shit else to do. You know, they were off doing shit at their house. They kind of, you know, whatever. And then also the whole uh, the way the system's rigged. I'm sure this happens in every town everywhere whatever. But uh, so the the fire department puts this on. And it's the only reason they have money to have a fire department or whatever. But so they have like turkey legs. Right. And they don't allow anyone else to sell turkey legs. And then they make them like super expensive. So you're forced to get one. So I refused to get one this year. I just told me my favorite thing. How much were they? They were $12. Oh my God. I was thinking seven fifty. Yeah. They used to be like eight or nine. Uh, last time I went. And then we went to some place that actually were selling them. Like, I don't think they're allowed to, uh, but then they were just charging $14 or something like, so they were charging more. So maybe the fire department wouldn't care. Um, but they also were selling half pitchers, you know, look like a pitcher, but they were only, you know, five inches deep or something. Yeah. You know, but they look like we're big and wide. And so people were carrying those around, but those were like eight, nine dollars for a beer. And then a normal, just small cup was like four bucks. So my parents' store was selling a tall boy and a styrofoam cup for three dollars tax. Yeah. So all the drunks started realizing, you know, hey, we can go down there. So eventually people started coming in if they just wanted the tall boy. And that cup, you know, they didn't need the cup eventually, but so, you know, my dad was happy about that. So they sold that, but that doesn't make them like a lot of money compared to, you know, other things. But uh, I enjoyed actually talking to the drunks, Um, you know, and I didn't talk to them a lot. You know, I just kind of there to help out. I didn't ever get too busy. They needed me. But there were a few times where I can decipher them and my parents can't. And I think it's just because I have friends in college that I'm (laughs) like, listen, I've been here. But some guy bought this beer and you could tell he was drunk, kept mumbling himself and shit. And then finally goes, you got that, Z- that zero beer? And then my parents, for some fucking reason, thought he was talking about the zero carb beer. And they're like, oh, no. we." And I went, are you talking about non-alcoholic beer? And he went, yeah. And I was like, yeah, they have some right over here. And he's like, okay. And I was like, he wants to buy it in case he needs like a cover for wise beer. His breast smells <laughs> like beer, you know? Like, this old duels, officer. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was all very odd. But you saw a lot of funny people. And also, like I so said, just a lot of. 
people are just drunk. Like they're just walking around drunk. Like, I don't do that. When I drink, I'm like at home or I'm at a place specifically to drink. I don't, I don't drink and just live life, you know? And so like someone just comes walking in like, yeah, I have for a good day. You know, and you're like, oh, my God, they're already drunk. It's like four in the afternoon, you know, but. Bro, you ought to be in my industry. <laughs> oh, for sure. I don't know. And I guess it's been a long time since I've been able to get high enough that, it, like, it even affects me, right? Like, I would say most people can't even tell if I'm high. It, I wish I could be that way, but I would, I don't know. To me, it's just so, like, it's not nowhere the same, There's but some- I guess there is some people that get fucked up. I don't think it's just straight T- THC high. I guess I would. I guess the crazies come in over there. Yeah, I noticed tweakers seem to get their medical marijuana card. I don't... Boy, I was having the same thoughts for many, many times before I started in the dispensary industry. Yeah, because you'll go in there next to someone and they're like jaws all unhinged. Man, you know? And I'm like, well, It's the like they're getting it as an excuse, but they're probably selling it to their friends without no card and to, for trade. Right. They're hustlers. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a fucking world, man. But so anyway, Rattlesnake Cone was all right. I didn't do much. I did... Buy a couple of vinyls. There were some guys selling vinyls there. And, uh, yeah, I straight up asked uh, my brother uh, Dustin if he was going. He said no. And then he ended up, um, uh, they was posting pictures with my niece up there. I guess that's partying afterwards at the rattlesnake hunt. These lying assholes. That's what I, I know said. it. He goes, Oh, I just got switched to day shifts. I was like, but I, I specifically asked you, hey, you going? Because, you know, I had the weekend off. I was like, right. looking for something to do on that Saturday. Or, I ended up having shit to do, so it didn't matter. Yeah, that's how they'll be, though, man. Can't be trusting those Ardmore people, I say. <laughs> um, man, I saw something about Ardmore recently, but I can't remember what it was. And I was going to ask you about it, but I didn't write it down. That's why I got to start writing shit down. I don't really keep up with it too much. I'm basically, you know. Well, there was something on the news about something going on in Ardmore. And I was like, oh, that sounds crazy. I'll ask. Keep up with Ada, mainly. Yeah, these fucking rants and raves, man. Uh, <laughs> that shit's entertaining. Yeah, one, yeah, we got one dude that goes around and reviews fucking bathrooms. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that guy, Jared Vogue. Oh, I see him comment on a lot. Of oh my shit. god, it's the dumbest shit ever, too, and it's hard to read. Yeah, there's some of these guys that. I'm not saying my. Uh, I don't want to be clear, but too mean, right? Because I have a podcast, which I think sometimes I'm funny. And other people might not think I am, and that's fine. Uh, but there's these if you're a Facebook comedian, like you think you're making comedy on comments on Facebook, you are like the lowest tier. Like go to Twitter, go to literally any other social media. Like they're all better for that. Like if you're doing it on Facebook, that means old you're doing it to old people that don't get it. You know, they're like yeah. 80 year olds. They're going to have a, like a legitimate response to you because they're not going to get it's a joke and shit like that. So, yeah, those are the worst. But what's something that I keep getting annoyed about. And we've had this talk, I think, many a times when we talk about the Ada Rants and Rays are people complaining about food at restaurants. Right. And now you came from the food industry. So you're more on that side, I think. And as someone who doesn't work there, I'm like, fuck everyone that works in the food industry. I want my food. But someone posted this uh, Domino's thing, right? How Domino's, they ordered a the barbecue cheese chicken nuggets or some shit. I don't know what the fuck that I don't ever order chicken from there. So this is going to go against my point. I'm about to prove, but I, you know, it's pretty rare for me to do it, but it came as like this blob. It was like one cheese ball with pieces of chicken. in. like, they didn't have it laid out the way it was in the picture. And it looked really bad. Like the worst, probably the worst presentation you could imagine for this. It looked like just a ball of chicken nuggets, cheese and barbecue sauce and bacon. Like it all melted together in one big ball together. It's not Mm. like they weren't individual. And it was like, what the fuck? And so someone posted that, and they said they called them and the manager goes, well, it didn't look like that. I know because I made that one specifically. And then so this person was like, so y'all you better just, you know, they're ranting raving about it. Right? But then people in the comments are like, what do you expect getting chicken from a pizza place? And like, that's their reasoning. And then they're like in this argument. I'm like, 
Like that's like people that want to get this from this and this Every from that. Every pizza place serves chicken. First, yes, but second, if it is on a menu of a business and you're going to charge me money, I want I have an expectation that it's edible, that it's how I ordered it, and that I paid money for what I thought right. I was getting. I just don't think I don't get how people always get on these rants and raves pages and they defend the businesses and maybe because they're business owners or whatever. But it's a lot of times I'm like, yeah, but how can you not? Have you not ever been mm-hmm. mad? You go to Walmart and you thought you bought this, and you get home and you're like, motherfucker, someone swapped them. Right. Like you would be pissed. Oh, I would have remade it for them. I mean, right? Oh yeah. But I, most of the time, I mean, I'll ask the, you know to see the messed up product just. Because if you don't, and I, I know that sounds bad. To, oh, to, there's people that will try to fuck you over for sure. I, in the pizza industry is the worst I've ever seen. Uh, people trying to get free shit and scams. Oh, I, I seen a lady drape a hair over a pizza just because the neighbors next to her found a hair in theirs. And I replaced their pizza. <laughs> so she wanted a brand new pizza. Yeah, that, that is I, bullshit. I, I, I watched it. I agree. And I called her out on her. And I was like, ma'am, that's 100% your hair. Everybody in the kitchen has hair shorter than mine. I said, I better. She had hair down to her ass. So it could only be one person in the whole restaurant's hair. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That would be bad. Uh, I just think whatever. Um, or like when someone goes and just complains about fast food. Right. There's always people in the comments on their this Facebook page. that are like, what do you expect going to a fast food restaurant? And it's like you expect the food yeah. that you're buying. And then I can't get over this. So when everyone defends them and they'll be like, well, they're short staffed right now. And it's like that is no reason to, that, if that's a reason for it to take longer, but it is not a reason for it to be wrong. Well, me as a manager, it. I have like, if I got to the point where we was sending out shit product, I would shut all orders down and get caught up, right? reset, and then turn it back on. But me, I have to go to a regional. They disagree with that. They want you to run it into the fucking ground. And, and there's, I mean, because me, once you get to a losing point, you have to call it. Right. I mean, you just have to, and it's the only way to survive. And in, in, but most managers won't do that. They'll just try to. Oh, it's about to slow down. It's about to slow down. But in this town, all look at all the buildings. All the kitchens are small. They're not built to serve seventeen thousand people. Yeah. You know, I know that's not how many they serve every day. But this place, all the restaurants in this town are number one in their region or their company. Like. Most of them, right? Because all the people do have to do here is eat, and we have we're the county seat. Everybody works here in Ada, so these kitchens aren't big enough to serve Ada. Is what the problem is. There's right. not enough parking. There's not enough kitchen. There's I don't know. Fuck Taco Bell could be dead as fuck, and they're still gonna fuck your shit up. You know, some people just so, yeah. <laughs> but I still yeah, keep like going wor- there. God damn it, the workers. The choice of workers is getting rough too. Yeah. Well, that's like Powell. I'm trying to have Powell call in. I've tried it for fucking three weeks, but you know, he's always so busy. And he was, and that's the worst part of his new job is like he has to hire people and he just, he can't find good workers. And when he gets someone, they no call, no show immediately. They, they won't even show up to the first day. Yeah. He's like, it's so t- hard to do. Or you hire them and they have some dramatic event the first fucking day. Yeah, well, my parents are trying to find someone to do some part-time stuff at the liquor store, right? And they tried this older lady before, and they asked me before, and I, I told them I think it was a good idea. I gave them all my reasons. Turned out I was right. She kept not running the card right and was giving people free shit. It's that card error. She goes, all right, it went through. And then, like, they would walk out with their shit, you know? And so uh, they had to let her go. And then I have a friend. I thought they started, but I don't know how much work he needs. He might need more hours than that, you know? And so they're looking around at people, but... I mean, Warica has like no one to choose from. I know. <laughs> Even in this town, like in the business I work in, which is similar to your parents. Right. Um, it's hard to find people to trust. 
Yeah, I bet so. Um, I mean, I would think it'd be fun in the dispensary, but something I was going to say of a second ago when you're talking about people trying to get bring stuff back like pizza or whatever. I noticed those signs in dispensaries where it's like if vape card is below whatever percent, we will not exchange it or no exchanges for whatever. And I'm like, how often does someone buy a cartridge or a gram of concentrate and try to come back and be like, oh, actually... Car- I would think it was really rare. The carts, what they do is they'll smoke three quarters of it, then they'll fuck it up and try to bring it back and say it was broken. Try to get a free cart, basically. After all the shit's gone? Uh, yeah, they have just a little bit left. Oh, it leaked out. And they'll, they'll break it and say it leaked out. And Yeah. They'll try anything, dude. It's no difference in the food industry. They right. act, they act just the same. I mean, I, I've, I remember once I bought a bong. This is back in course when it was legal, and immediately before I even got it home, it broke. It just shattered. Like no one even hit it. It just fell yeah. apart. Like it was something really weak about it. And uh, I tried to take it back, and just that they were like, "No, we won." I was like, "You motherfuckers!" It was like sell me some bullshit product. But I would never try to take back like pot after I bought it and been like, "Yeah, if I don't like it, I just, I just okay, I lost that one." Yeah, you, you, know, you I go buy that one again. Right? Yeah, that's how I feel. Um. But at the same time, the way they're going, not letting anybody smell, and that's like one of the things that tell me whether I'm going to like it or not. Yeah, if it don't speak to me, I'm not getting it. See, I had a weird moment. I went twice to the dispensary this week. I go to this place out of uh, uh, town, and there's this one guy who has this annoying voice. I talked about him before. He's the worst person to get. He all of his recommendations are shitty. Everything he thinks is good is not good, and he didn't give me the whole like happy hour discount. Right. And I I didn't really think much about it. And I left and I was like, oh, you didn't get that. But I started thinking, I was like, I didn't see any signs that said anything about it. maybe they're done with it. Yeah. You know? And so I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, well. And I was like, I'll go back later this week just to see if I notice signs or what's going on. And so I went back later the week and I got this uh, girl who's real quiet, but she's always really, really nice to me. And there was no signs for the happy hour. So I was like, oh, all right, there's no happy hour or whatever. But then whenever I checked out, she goes, oh, yeah, happy hour. And then she gave me the discount. So I'm like, I don't I don't know if they have it or not. You know, um, my fucking dispensary. But they have signs everywhere. Maybe they're just trying to pull signs down and get ready for 420. Right. Could be. Could be. I always I keep forgetting about 420. I guess that's like. It's not really a thing. We're, I'm, we smoke every day anyway. Yeah. I mean, that'll be Wednesday after this episode comes out. So the episode Powell is on, I guess, um, if he makes it on one. But yeah, 420 is not much. Uh, I mean, I might try to make some edibles today since I got all this concentrate, but a broken dab brig at the moment until I get my new one. So that could be something fun to do. Um, might make me some brownies. But that's about all. I mean, but that's not really special. I've made edibles like for the last five weekends. So it's not like that's still not special. Nothing is. Um, but yeah, 420 used to be really fun when it was illegal. And I guess it still is illegal in a lot of places. I, I keep forgetting, um, you know, and it's still illegal here if you don't have a medical I card. I like these Texas people that come up here and I laugh because, you know, Texas people made fun of us for a long time oh, yeah. for our 3.2 beer. Yep. And they don't even, they can't even have weed. And I think it's funny. Speaking of the beer thing, because I, of course, of the liquor store this weekend, even the beer now they have in Oklahoma is only 4.2 and like Texas beer is 6. I don't know why we can't have six point, but it's like literally Budweiser and all these people, they only make it for tech. Like they have some deal with Texas to make it special. And so they won't give us the six point. So I just think that's odd. Has to do with the oil business. Mm, probably. <laughs> probably is. Um, all right. Other shit happened in the world. My nerves are still fucked up, but taking all this vitamin D and uh, vitamin B complex and uh, supposed to be helping me. But 
it has helped a little bit, I guess. I'm not like super numb all the time, but I've come to the decision that it's just my sciatica nerve is pinched. And that's really what it is. Not this vitamin things. Maybe the vitamin things make it seem worse or, you know, harder to heal from. But it's like I can literally feel the nerve all the way from my spine down to my foot um, at different times. And then. When I first brought this up, I was feeling like my foot would go, felt like it was cold. And also like the right side of my calf, you know, would kind of feel on my right leg would feel kind of cold. But now it is transitioned to where up to like inner thigh down to the left side of like maybe probably all in my ankle. If I start walking, it feels like there's icy hot all over my leg, but there's not. So that's quite alarming. It's like, it's like a numb menthol like, damn, I and then it'll burn when I stop. And I'm like, huh, it's weird. It's just, it's a very, it's an odd sensation because it doesn't really hurt the leg. It just feels weird. Or like, uh, when I go and walk the dog, cause I know still do that every day. You no, know, it's about a mile, but when I get done, like my legs are like ten stuff. Like I've been doing leg days, you know, in fucking high school. Might need to call Dr. House. Yeah. I need something going on. Uh, like I, said, I went to the normal doctor and they just like, we'll run tests and you can do it. I'm like y'all don't even know y'all, y'all have nothing y'all can do for pinch nerves or any nerve damage at all. So it's just seems like I'm fighting this one without the, the medical team at the moment, but I yes, keep thinking if I just rest, yeah, if I could just rest and maybe it'll get better. Um, cause there are days at work where I don't do anything. Like it's happened twice in the last two weeks. And when I got off work, I was like, I feel fucking great. But then there's days like I have to do a lot and just moving a lot. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm so tired. It's like, and that's what the thing is. It's just making me so much more fatigued easily. And I'm like, maybe I'm just getting old, but this seemed to really come all at once. You know? Right. Like oh, it does. <laughs> you know, You're starting to hit that age where it's starting to decline. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Dude. I'm definitely past halfway, you know? Oh, yeah. But we'll, I'll say that. It was a couple show. years past that where it started to take a turn for the worst. And it's just right. exhausting. Yeah, that's well, it's kind of like, uh, you know, not to get too much of my parents again, but when I was at the liquor store, my dad's changed so much since he's had his knee replacement. Like he used to be, no, I hate him all. He was always just a hard worker. Right? He was working, working, working all the time. But then he was forced to be lazy. So his knee would heal. And then I can see how it's kind of stuck a little bit. Right. Or like, and I had to keep kind of defending my mom. And normally I don't. Normally I kind of say their their shit, right? Because one time I gave my, or a few times I've given my opinion. Obviously that's kind of what I do, and they don't take it right. Like one time I'm, because she's a fucking, she got what she asked for in this. I remember this. It was someone's funeral, and she was like, "Who, whose funeral would you be more sad at, mine or your dad's?" Which is a fucked up question to ask a kid, right? I mean, I was an adult, but that's like my mom is trying to fish for a compliment, so like. I can't answer that any other way than make her feel bad for asking it. And I go, oh, dad, easily. And I was like, he chose me. He adopted me. I mean, you just had me. You know? like, and I was like, and I got it good. And I could tell I pissed her off. And I was like, that's what you get, right? And so there are moments where, like, I I stay out of it, but I find it my place to, like, uh, serve the justice, if you will. And so every time I'm, my mom has a fucking full-time job, breadwinner of the house, right, at the moment, uh, because she has his nurse on shit. And she comes in and as soon as she's in the building, so my dad's like, all right, I don't have to work anymore. And he just sits down and starts reading his phone. And then my mom does all the work while she's there. And then whenever, like said, they get two customers, like someone's the drive through and then someone's at the counter. So they both have to do it. It's like, my dad forgets everything. Pam, where's the, how much is the, what can we do with the, and finally, when everyone's mom's like, you do this every day. This is your job. <laughs> what? And he goes, oh, I don't do that. And I'm like, yeah, you do. You know, and if I wasn't there, maybe he wouldn't believe it. I was like, and then I just started, every time I have it, I just started cracking up laughing. <laughs> so I was just waiting. I laughed, like, look at you. You won't even, 
He's like, shit, I, I work off. Uh, and my mom's like, me too. <laughs> like, I, it was just so funny to watch him kind of. You've been an instigator. A little bit, but it was fun. It was a good time. Um, it's always a good time to give your family a hard time. Yeah, for me, it really is. And I started thinking I was a little shit for sure. When I was a teenager, I was just really good at uh, manipulating, right? Like I'm really manipulating conversations and good at arguing and all that stuff. And so like, I remember my dad would get real pissed. And now I don't know this for a fact because I don't I never really asked. I believe he came from a more abusive situation like our family. You know, I think it's just a time period thing. Um but he would never hit me, right? And I knew that. And, and like he, but there are times it looks like he would want to hit me when I was like 13 or 14. And I'd say some shit like, look at you, you want to hit me. What kind of dad wants to hit their kid? It's kind of fucked up. And I would say like, I would just push it, right? I would just push it and push it to where like he would have to walk away. To a little fucking snot nosed kid who wants their fucking teeth knocked out. <laughs> I'd fucking, I'd talk shit right back to you, man. Yeah. But he didn't have. That's not in him, right? Yeah. And so I, I was just a little shit. And I He's just holding knew. that Mosier part back. Cause. Right. And then my mom, um, I, and same with her, she wants to argue, and I, I can argue all day. You know, it's like we got, I got in so many crazy screaming matches as a teenager with both my parents because they always, it was always them two versus me. I mean, 100%. And uh, so I was just, and I was always right. You know, I think that's the thing. At least maybe I was right, but I was at least right to me. I made good logical points and they would get so pissed. And I understand now as an adult of a little kid fucking outsmarted me on some shit, I would get real fucking pissed too. But you know, it always ended with like, well, we're your parents and we just make the rules. And I'm like, fucking cheap ass shit. Y'all can't even argue right. You know, I'd be all fucking pissed. I but, feel like that's a great point. You can use that when you get older. Yeah, I mean, that would have been a great comeback. <laughs> great comeback. Uh, did I had to learn. I didn't start off that clever. Growing up uh, when, when, when Trinity came into my life, I had to get clever in conversation. Well, let's, let's, I bet me and Trinity were similar in oh the argument side. Boy, yeah. and as passionate as she is, is the school made her about politics, and now she don't even fucking vote, and I just want to be like, you sorry. Well, you, she got in screaming matches about fucking presidents and fucking- Well, any liberal who cared about Trump does not care about the president now. That's just how it is. Uh, it's no longer important that the guy can't talk or make sentences. I just remember when Trump was president, we were like, hey, look at him saying some dumb shit. And we were all like, ha, 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 ha. And I fucking loved it. I thought he was fucking dumb as shit, too. But now Joe Biden literally cannot form a sentence. And people were like, oh. Or if you said Trump walked down the road, you'd get fact checked. Right. Because it had the word Trump in it. Yeah, shit's crazy. Um, Speaking of politics, I had this one little thing here. I Something I know is from Texas. And I hate Texas, as y'all know. Um, But they are busing migrants to Washington, D.C. And I just think that is... Some of the most checkmatey fucking political move I've ever heard. Like, so the this administration, the president or whatever, they're letting certain migrants in through the border, right? Like through their thing. So Greg Abbott is chartering buses to get them. And then they are sending them to Washington, D.C. It's like, all right, you want to let them through? That's fine. They can be in Washington, D.C., not in Texas. And I think I'm not saying I agree with that. You know, I kind of believe no border should be real. I think if someone wants to work hard, get here, get a job, I don't really give a fuck. But I do think for people in Washington, D.C. to make laws, it does affect Texans. You know, I think it's a really funny move politically. I'm like, it's pretty funny. I'm going to see how they, I'm, I'm just going to keep an eye on it. I, I just think everybody should like have to, they should be known if they are going to live here though. What do you mean? Known? Like, like ID, paper trail, something that way, you know, if they get in a crime or do do a crime, just like if we did our fingerprints or DNA or something's on file where they know how to find that person. Well, our fingerprints are only on file once you get arrested once. So not always. Sometimes you get them as a kid and shit. 
I didn't get mine until I was arrested. So, uh, and that most people, some people have to get certain jobs in which you have to get, get them on file. I mean, I don't really care. I mean, I think they should be paying taxes or whatever, but I right now, social security number, something but like they this, have to exist on paper. This is just like anything else. There would be no illegal immigrants that could even survive in America if it wasn't for rich elites paying them anything to work on these fucking shitty farms, shitty factories, whatever. Like someone is paying their bills. And that's how they're why they're living here. Like no one's living here illegally because they want to live here poor. Right. So like someone is breaking the rules that is an American citizen. Right. You know, I mean, to to facilitate this. But all we do is spend time complaining about the person that's like, I want a job. And I'm like, what about the people paying them? You know, how about why don't we get mad at that farm that's for not true. hiring white people or what? If that's your argument. Now, that's again, true. I don't. I worked in a watermelon field of 14 for two weeks with all Mexicans except me and my friend Jonathan. And then they let me go because I was white. And then they moved me to the shed where the white people worked. And I did. I mean, it was racist. Totally racist. I felt racism from it. I mean, people say white people can't feel racism. But I was when I was told, like, listen, you're white. So you can't work in this one that pays you $16 an hour as a fucking 14 year old. I don't know how I even got that job for two weeks. So we're going to put you in the shed to get paid. And I was like, all right, whatever. Um, but those Mexicans were built for that shit, bro, that I worked with. You know, they done like every day, you know, they mm-hmm. were skilled laborers. And I don't think they made what 14 year old white kid me made. You know, I All don't right. think they were paying those guys what I made. And so I'm like, yeah, it's kind of fucked. I've heard of like groups going together. Like uh, they go into a drawing to do a contest at the end of the week, like, you know, five or six family members. And the winner takes the pot. Yeah, that's Powell explained that uh, maybe on this podcast before. But he told me before his grandpa's a concrete business. And uh, might gran- have been you telling me. Yeah, and his grandpa will try to hire white people. His grandpa's white as well. Uh, but he's like, they don't last. They just don't last in the June heat in Oklahoma. Right. Doing concrete with no shade. Because you don't got shade when you're doing concrete. Or, you know? Concrete stuff work. So he you know, he always tries, but the guys never last or whatever. And so uh, he'll hire Mexicans. But yeah, Powell said those guys will all throw their money in. Like they each keep like 50 bucks or something for the get them through the week. But all the rest goes to a pot. And then each week or each month, someone gets all of it, you know. And then that's how they all have big money for trucks and shit like that. And I'm like, that's crazy because I don't have that sense of community. You know, I, I will say not to get too racial about it again. Uh, I think the one thing white people don't have and when they do, it's like the most racist thing in the world is a sense of community. Right. Like you can't see like a group of whites and be like, hey, whites, let's all be white friends together. But like it would seem as if other uh, groups can do that. And they would say, like, of course, we have to stick together because white people are so mean to us. Whatever. And I get it all that. But it is different. Like, I just can't relate is all I'm saying. Well, like, I can't relate to this idea of like, I know three Mexicans and we'll all live together because we're Mexican. You know, we'll share our paycheck. They do say like, you know, like, you know, people group up where they live and like our our family tries to get as far away as possible from the other one instead of staying close. Yeah. I, I'm just like that. I'm like, I have an uncle, my mom's brother, who everyone's said I was like, even since I was a little kid. And he done the same thing. As soon as he got old enough, he moved two, three hours away from everybody. And he visits very rarely. He has his own family. And I I don't want to say I don't like him because he's fine. You know, I don't know him, you know? Yeah. So like, I've been, so it makes me weird to be like, I think I'm just like this guy that I don't even have a positive opinion of necessarily. So maybe it's not a good thing. I'm like this, but it is just, uh, I think genetic sometimes. Yeah. I'm the, the only one that moved away because they all live. Pretty much all close together. I mean, Bill finally moved to Marietta, I think. But right. Well, there's something, and again, not to hate on these people because it is whatever. Well, when I the people have still stayed in Warica, even our family members and stuff. Uh, and that's my hometown. People that don't know. It, 
they're very gossipy. People that like to gossip kind of like to stay there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I don't want anyone to know anything about me. And I don't want, I don't care to know about the people I live around. You know, like I just don't care. So I prefer being more anonymous in this place. You uh, know? The only way I find out about War News is Billy, Dustin, or you. Yeah. And then like, I'm out of all of those circles, seems. Yeah. My mom will be like, oh, people are making up this thing about this, this, and this. And it's like, well, that's because they don't leave the town. You know, they're just like, what else can we make up to be fun or whatever? Um, speaking of work also, uh, Cousin Shad, I know I brought up a few weeks ago how he was in jail for like seven years, I think, or something. Actually, this, I got a little more information. I don't know how much of it's all true. Now, it wasn't the city mayor. It was the city manager. Apparently, he ran over the city manager. Now, what makes this interesting a little more so is back before his accident. Okay, this is a lot, a lot of shit, people. Long time ago, Shad lived with me, and then he um, moved back home. And then he started doing hardcore drugs and, and robbing some houses, allegedly. And he was going to court for robbing these houses when someone pushed him down the stairs. He had a brain injury. An officer. A correctional officer, yes. Uh, pushed him down the stairs. Cameras disappeared. No one has video evidence, blah, blah, blah. Uh he goes to this nursing home because he has this huge brain swelling. And he's in really bad shape. Um, a friend of his breaks him out of the nursing home and then they won't take him back. And so then he moves back home with his grandma and mother and they don't have the facilities to honestly take care of him at all. He gains about 200 pounds at least. And uh, he's just a different person kind of. And uh, then at some point in time, he tried to run over this guy who is the city manager and now he's gone going to jail for quite a while like seven i heard seven years but the reason i heard 12 when i was in warica there's actually 12 but he has to serve 80 percent of it and i was like okay but that city manager is the person's house he allegedly robbed that he was going to court for before the accident Damn. happened they got it out for him and so i think shad probably try to run over the person he thinks is they're somewhat responsible for you know i don't think that person i think that person got their house broke into and they're completely the victim in this yeah but i think shad probably saw him was like if it wasn't for that guy i'm running him over and then afterwards claimed he thought they were kidnapping his sister and that's why he did it now i don't right i don't think i mean i think shad because i told him a little bit i think he's there enough to know he could make up that lie and maybe it would help but it didn't you know like he still got in trouble so that's the last I've heard, but that's my updated information. Um, life's crazy down in Warwick, Oklahoma. Damn. Yeah. Did not see them during the rattlesnake hunt, any of those people. Uh, huh. Oh, other world news. Uh, I see a lot of talk about Queen Elizabeth lately, and I don't really care about royals. I think it's an odd thing we even still have in the modern world, but... I read this thing like a month or two ago, and I meant to bring it up then, that Queen Elizabeth's already dead and that some fucking factory in China is making this big, you know, memorable curtain or some shit uh, commemorating her. And that's how it got leaked, that she's actually been dead. And ever since I heard that report, all I keep watching on the news now is like, Queen Elizabeth not leaving her vacation home. She's now staying there permanently. And it's like, oh, she won't be at this Easter thing. And oh, she won't. And I'm like, I think... I think this fucking report's right. <laughs> like she, I think she's dead. And they're waiting to announce it at a certain huh. special time or whatever. But it's just interesting. I don't know how long it'll last. I know some people still care about her kid and her grandkids. I just, I don't know. I just can't imagine. Again, we're American. We were like, fuck the monarchy. We're coming over here or whatever. But uh, 
it's just so hard for me to be like, oh, this person, because who they their family is, is rich. And we're going to just give them all of our money because even people now are like, well, they don't have real power. They can make laws. And it's like, yeah, but you know, what they have a mansion, fucking all the art in the world, all the money in the world, fucking security, um, anything they want. Basically all the, a whole town. Country. Yeah, like the whole country. They can do whatever they want, even though that's not like I just would be if I was in England, I was English. I'd be like, fuck that. I just would not be for it. Right. I wouldn't be for it at all. They like to go collect taxes or anything anymore, right? So, well, I mean, they collect taxes in a different way. Or are they still the technically the government? Or they no, no, they just the family. They uh, this co- it's covered in the Netflix show The Crown, I believe, when they switched over. Some, but they have, at some point in time they have switched over where they have a prime minister, you know, and that's really oh, like okay. their president. But I they're like a figurehead, and but still, everyone cares what the queen says and does and shit. And I'm like because of push their daddy was or like i don't know it's so weird that like people that's what the the reasoning is uh, the the queens of england like when uh the first elizabeth took over and had that long grain of the golden age of peace yes it's when the queens became popular yeah we i watch a lot of queen shit around here because of Koopy, you know so i'm always having to watch this dumb show rain about uh, mary queen of scots yeah and, uh, the best one, and I bitched for, is on Hulu called The Great, and it's about Russia. But I also have always enjoyed Russian history because we don't know anything about it. When you learn about it, you're like, they've had like eight revolutions, bro. Like, we think we're cool because we had one revolution a few hundred years ago. They have a revolution like every hundred years, and they're like, new one, new con- new government, let's go. And I just think that's pretty fascinating. Now, they might be uh, committing war crimes in Ukraine, but I just, I've since the beginning, it's been hard for me to shake this whole feeling that. This is all some shit to trick us. Distract us again. Yeah. And I don't know why. That's just my my vibe from it all. Just like uh, apparently China, Shanghai is gonna is back on lockdown. Then the 2022 Shanghai lockdown, I think is way worse than the 2020, whatever that fucking other city was, Wuhan or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and they're like locking people up. Dogs are dying in the streets because they're not allowed to, owners aren't allowed to see their pets, you know. And, and a lot of people are like, well, the only reason you're seeing that is because they know Americans get pissed when you see pets die. And so now they're trying to get Americans worked up at the Chinese by showing you these videos of the Chinese killing pets. And you're like, it could all be propaganda, but either way. Uh, I might just have to disband all social media. Yeah. I mean, it's, I enjoyed the social media, but yeah, it definitely leads to. Well, everyone's so good at Photoshop and stuff, Whether too. it's now. fake or real, man, no one knows. Yeah, no one knows what's fake or real. That is the issue. And then, honestly, what made it more of an issue is whenever it was, like, the trusted news sources also, you don't know. Oh, they're so bought out. Like, yeah. <laughs> one of the ones that we follow for news purposes, all their stories seem to be liberal clickbait. Right. What's, liberal leaning. Yeah, I mean, that's how it's one. You got to go one or the other. I mean, that's how it is. It's, so you and go in the middle, no one seems to... In a to, way, they word the stories that ain't even the correct of what happened in the story. They're trying to get you except worked up. Right. It's like not even completely accurate. Well, it's kind of like everyone getting worked up about Elon Musk maybe buying Twitter. Now, I personally... I've tried to be like hesitant of liking Elon Musk because I, I just... How can you like anyone that's that rich, you know? But he seems cool enough when you see him on interviews. You know, he seems our, as far as the billionaires go. As far as the billionaires, he seems to be more to for helping people out. It seems like it, right? And again, seems. we could be all wrong. Uh, but he offers uh, to buy Twitter outright, right? And so, like, all these people that own, the, that own it, they have to accept it or whatever, agree to it. Um, but if he's offering more money than it's worth, they have a fiduciary commitment that they have to 
sell it. They have to. If it makes their people money, they have to sell it to him. And so, like, he's basically calling their bluff on that. And then, so through this, uh, the Saudi princes have been like, well, we're not selling ours. And he goes, oh, well, how much money, how much does the Saudi family own in Twitter? Because that should be public knowledge. It's a publicly created company. And you're like, I just love how he's at least calling people out. He might get fucking assassinated for it, but I love that shit. Because the Saudis, I think, are the most corrupt shit. They fucking murder journalists, and we just turn a blind eye because they have all this money that they give to Americans and people to make movies and shit like that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm all for him calling people He's out. He's taking like that. the control out of other rich people's hands, calling them out. Yeah, I just think it's good. And so I've seen people that hate Elon Musk who be like, I'll leave Twitter if he leaves. It's like he literally wants to bring back a freedom of speech idea to Twitter. Like, I personally believe you should be able to tweet anything. Maybe you shouldn't be able to tweet like, hey, go rape this woman that lives at this address. Maybe that is too far, you know? But I think as far as like just general statements, you should be able to. You should be able to lie. People lie every day on Twitter. Like, you know, I should I be able to make a joke about drugs if I want to. Yeah. I'm not on video shooting them up or doing any of that stupid shit because I don't do that shit. But if I want to make a joke, I ought to be able to. Yeah, I agree. So I just enjoy Elon's uh, perspective, at least of what it seems like at the moment. And I hope it works. It probably won't. But I think he's at least shining a lot on the fact that, you know, people... People right now think it's okay that if someone tweets something offensive, that us as a society can deem that's too offensive and kick them off Twitter. Yeah, that's stupid. And I'm like, that's crazy to me. Like, and I agree with this idea that Facebook and Twitter and the internet probably even should all be taught as like the water company or the electric company. Those things are, if y'all know us in the world, you that you have to have it, right? You have to have it. And there's no choices. You have the one you have. Right. And that's kind of the way it works. And they can't turn you down no matter what you do to the water department. If you move in a house and you want water, they have to give you water. I believe that is the like there's some sort of. And so like there's this argument that maybe Twitter and Facebook and the Internet stuff should be the same. Like you get the access. That's your right. That's your freedom. It seems like if your uh, jokes or comments lean too much towards one side, you get fact checked or Carl parsley false and yeah you know and and it really is all a distraction from our economy i kind of feel like the world's crumbling and now this next thing todd just listens to much joe rogan but he always mentions how there's something about at the end of the roman society a lot of people are doing a lot of gender switching stuff as well how it's like kind of a sign of the fall of an empire like just part of it and you know if you look at the fact like we're just printing off a trillion dollars last year we never that never happened or whatever like that's a pretty recent thing and everyone wants to blame just biden but guess what Biden spent more money than Trump. Trump spent more money than Obama. Obama spent more money than Bush. Bush spent more money because every one of them just keeps ratcheting it up and they just ratchet it up and ratchet it up. And then they blame the next one or the previous person. And that's the problem. It's rich people throwing money at it to fix it. Yeah. And also with just the way the stock market works, and I've thought this since a kid, but it wasn't until recently. I was like, oh, of course. Like, but I've always like this. It doesn't make sense that like to be successful as a stock, you have to have make one dollar more than your expectation. Right. You make one dollar more than what they expect you to. That's positive. You beat the what they thought. Right. And then if it's less then it's like bad. But it's like that means you always kind of have to be growing. And if everything's always growing, then inflation's just going to happen. It just is. If every, like the number one company's like, I have to be bigger next year and I have to be bigger and I have to be bigger and I have to be bigger. They're going to have then the economy has to be bigger. You know, like that's just the way it's going to be. So I do think we're kind of set up to fail in a way. But then also all these goddamn socialists being like, well, we need socialism. I'm like, socialism is not a government. It's called communism. Yeah. That's it's not. So, and they'll be like, if I, when I'm a socialist on my farm and it's like, it's communism, you don't own a farm. 
and communism. That's the government's farm and you would be placed there to work it. You like it is a different. I just think some of the younger kids, uh, you know, with their ideas, I'm like, I don't think y'all thought this through. But also we grew up on the anti-communism rush hate, Russia hate, you know. Yeah, I see a lot of kids uh, looking for jobs saying non-restaurant, please. So is there a big market for kids not in restaurants these days? Right. I mean, I remember I never worked in a restaurant myself because I just happened to have another job. But I always was like, fuck, I was so jealous of waiters and but waitresses. I was like, you didn't have a huge one. restaurant selection there, did you? We have none to worry. I'm saying right. when I came to Ada, I right. mean, I got a job at the on campus. And so I was but I always thought like if I didn't have this job, I would totally try to be a waiter. But I'm not social like that. Yeah. I don't know if I would have been good, but I was like, fuck, they make so much You'd money. You got annoyed at these Ada customers, let me tell you. I bet so. Oh but God. I probably could have cooked because I'm I'm a good cook. Yeah. But uh, I always got stuck in management because I was always trying to chase that damn dollar. Right. I should have just stayed cooking because it was way more enjoyable. Um, all right. My last couple of things. Uh, this may have been the Lakers most disappointing season of all time. And I actually think that's super funny because I'm a big LeBron hater. And I just want to throw it out there that, you know, back when LeBron, back when Jordan was this age, he won a six ring and LeBron can't take fucking two other all stars and himself. To the playoffs, we all got to remember this shit. Um, I know they had a chance to play in, didn't they? Tank. Well, he hurt. He rolled his ankle, and it was bad. But every and everyone was like, he could play, and he's choosing not to. And that might have been the case. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he. I don't know why he would stay with the Lakers. I mean, he's under contract, but I could see him trying to push himself out. Maybe. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure they're getting one rest book, right? For what? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's one of those things that like a lot of people are saying that, but you can go down every team's roster. Unless the Lakers are going to give away like two first round picks with him and take on like another shitty con. Like, you know, I mean, it's going to be really hard because no one wants him. Now, I personally, I don't think he could be washed, washed. You know, like Chris Paul was washed when he was on the Rockets and then he came back to the Thunder or came to the Thunder for the first time, you know, and everyone's like, oh, he's an all star again. Now he's on the Suns and he's great. You know, so there are times where all star players, they looked washed. You're like, man, they could never play again. And then you're like, what were we thinking? They, they're still really good. No, he's always really good. He just. Crunch time makes mentally, bad decisions. Mentally, he doesn't seem there. Right. And I think all of his excuses of like people being mean to me when it's like, you're the meanest. You're the mean to everyone. Every time you dunk on someone shorter than you, you do a rock a baby move because they're short and you're making fun of them for being short. But then you're going to get on and think about, oh, no, people make fun of me for X, Y, or Z. I, he, he's kind of a hypocrite and he's kind of annoying yeah. from the outside, but he has so much athletic ability. How can you not use Wasn't it? Wasn't it him that cried and got a fan kicked out? Yeah. Okay, well, that, yeah, I can't write a player's spurk anymore. That's part, that's Honestly, part of I, it. I was still on board until they played the Thunder earlier this season, and uh, Darius Baisley goes up and dunks it like in a shit time, like four or five seconds left in the clock, you know, nothing. He gets a steal, dunks it, and then Westbrook tries to fight him. Uh, that's disrespectful to the game. And it's like, oh, yeah, Westbrook, the biggest stat pattern possibly ever in the NBA is going to get mad at a guy for getting a steal and dunk who's like 22. You know, like, I don't know. Just get the fuck out of here. So he lost all respect to me there. Everybody even does that on the street court, try to snatch the ball. And, now, here's my latest conspiracy theory. I haven't heard this on any other basketball podcast, so i got to at least get it out here in case it happens. LaMelo Ball was caught smoking a blunt before his play-in game, and the, the Hornets are out. LaMelo Ball plays for the Hornets, and uh, they get destroyed by, like, 20 points in this play-in game. And then the video comes out afterwards. LaMelo Ball smoking this big ass fucking blunt before the game. Now he's from California, grew up there. The NBA does not test for weed anymore. It's just like ever since the bubble. So players are smoking. But I think there's like this understood like you better keep that shit off the internet. You better not get caught. You know, like you can do it, but don't, but you ain't gonna walk around smoking. So 
that's become a thing. I personally think it's a clutch sports. That's LeBron's agency. For people who don't know, I think they are planting these stories or getting them out there so that they'll do a LaMelo for Westbrook trade and get LaMelo to the Lakers. The point guard LeBron needs. Hadn't he already been there? No, that was Lonzo, his brother. Okay. Yeah. His older brother's Lonzo. The third one's LaMelo. And, uh, then Westbrook goes to the Hornets because there's been rumors that the Hornets are interested in Westbrook because Jordan has always loved Westbrook. He signed with the Jordan brand and all that. So maybe, maybe that is the one way it happens. Jordan might be the only one to set that motherfucker straight, but look, listen. Yeah, dude, I I'm, I know I'm keep talking about it every week, but the w- winning time on HBO is so fucking good. It's about the Lakers uh, with uh, Kareem and Magic and then making the Showtime Lakers. And it's just really, really good. has a... Uh, God damn, I can't even think of it. John C. Riley is Dr. Buss, and so he's just so fucking good at it. And you're like, man, this show's really good. But that mixed with me listening to the M- the NBA Icons podcast, just hearing all these old stories, you're like, fuck, basketball just used to be so cool. And I think it still is cool or whatever, but it's just now there's so many good guys. I like watching the bird highlights. Yeah, birds birds are great. And they, I saw some with Bird the other day where it was like, someone calls you a uh, like Bird ain't just no white boy, you know. Like all the NBA, all the NBA players would say that. Like, don't be calling him a white boy. And like, like I don't know, it was like a big thing, right? Like, how, like he got this weird respect from other people. And then Dennis Rodman said after a game when he was in the Pistons that, oh, if Larry Bird was black, he would be just another player. Uh, and then like Larry came out and dropped like you know however many points on him the next well, game, it was like seventy or some yeah, shit, some stupid it. shit. And then. But then like Larry Bird's also cool enough that when Magic Jordan or when Michael Jordan came along, he goes, oh yeah, he's the best. Like, you know, when he was competitive in his time, it was him and Magic were competing for the best one. But once he saw Michael Jordan become who he was, he was like, oh, yeah, he's way better than me. Like, so he wasn't like this legend that like Bird commanded respect. He was just a hard nosed player, but he had finesse and he could do it all. Well, I think he talked mad shit. I think his shit talking game was like second to none. Oh, yeah. Well, he'd get up in people's faces. He didn't back down from shit. Yeah. So Bird has some good stories. I hopefully they talk about it more on this thing. Uh but I know he's on the next episode of Winning Time because the Lakers are about to play the Celtics and they show them the next time on. And I was like, oh, shit, we're going to get to see that thing. So anyway, I really like that show. If anyone else likes basketball, you'll probably like it. Um, also, I noticed I have been rapping for 15 years now, if you if you include the break time. But 15 years ago, I put out my first like mixtape. So or maybe not even mixtape. It was a. Uh, the first time I record on someone's microphone, like a legit setup, I was uh, over here on Hope Street. I went to this party, this girl Danielle's party, and uh, I had a friend, Maurice, who sung her happy birthday, and he sung like real good and shit. And then me and him started rapping and uh, freestyling and shit. And then these two old, random white dudes that I didn't know was like, were like, hey, we got this studio out in Lada. You should come out and record some shit. And I was like, all right. I mean, because it's like a Wednesday night in college. I'm a freshman. And I was like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. And so I go out to this random dude's house and we, and they were like, they wrote everything. That's time I didn't write anything. I was like, I'm a freestyler. You know, and I was all cool like that. And I remember we just freestyled for hours and hours. And I just listened to that one song that they, you know, burned a CD with that song on it for me. I listened to me rapping on that motherfucker just like weeks straight. Like, <laughs> man, look how good I was. And I, it wasn't good. You know, in hindsight, it probably wasn't very uh, skillful, you know, but it was like, I was so impressed with myself. And I'd probably still be friends with those guys. But then years later, I tried to introduce them to some people on this internet radio show and I didn't know they were already in the chat room and I was kind of giving people a heads up like, Hey, these guys aren't that good, but they're the homies. And they saw me talking all that shit. And so oh. they didn't really like me after that, but I was, I mean, I wasn't, I was just being honest. Um, so anyway, 15 years, that's a long time. And Hell yeah. today they have us recording this, uh, my album internet friends four came out. 
So everyone should go listen to that. It's on, you know, the YouTube or the Spotify or Apple Music or Tidal, Deezer. I mean, it's on all the fucking things. But if y'all need a link, y'all let me know. Get your link. But it's pretty good. I think it's like 19 songs. Um, I think um, I think every song is good. You know, I would say Internet Friends 3, there's a few songs. I Even at the time of release, I was like, ah, these probably don't hold up, you know, to the other ones. But I do feel like all the songs on this one are very good. So at the oh, moment, yeah. I really like it. And we got a couple pot tracks, so maybe, you know, you'll enjoy having one with Brad uh, and Coop called uh, Weed and Coffee. Hell it's a yeah. little wake and bake jam uh, for all the stoners out there. And then we have one called Magic Dragon with uh, the Hassan Assassin. like that one as well. Snuck in some Yabby Dabby Doo line in that one, actually. Yeah, nice. So, uh, so Mo's wearing the Internet Friends for shirt. It's pretty snazzy, man. I bought two. I have this one that has the whole album cover. And I have one that's just this, and it's bigger. And the one that just says Internet Friends 4 looks way better to me. I think these look kind of too dark, but I'm, I'm glad to have it. I just say, if you as an artist and your picture's on it, if you're on an album, pretty much. Yeah, I've sold more of these shirts than any shirt, more than even the podcast shirt. Because it's got their face on it. Exactly. And they're like, hell yeah, let's get one of those. Um, so maybe you need to work more on the, on the art, you know, for the future shit. But uh, my future plans for anyone that cares is in June... Like, I don't remember the exact date, like June 17th, maybe. Uh, I'm putting out Smokelahoma as a single. And I've waited 10 years to remake a song called Smokelahoma because I want it to be good. And I feel like this one's decent. And that's one where I'm going to have a T-shirt for it that I think people will like. I want one of those. And uh, probably could sell well around here. I can sell that out. Yeah, and it just says Smokelahoma and then has the Oklahoma state flag symbol. That's all it says on it. Um, So I need to get that going. And then... The only reason I'm putting that out as a single is I let Brad hear all the songs and he was like, I really think you should put that one as a single. I wasn't going to. He's like, I just think that one really fits your persona. And I was like, all right. So we're putting that one out. And then after that, putting one out with uh, Southern Comfort on July 1st and then have one with Karma two weeks after that and then another one two weeks after that and then putting out a whole album two weeks after that. So that's like in August. A so busy summer. We got all that scheduled. So I don't even have to touch any of that anymore. And then I got to just work on whatever the fuck's coming next. Hell yeah. So that's all the music shit. And then I finally started growing some pot again in the backyard. Um, people don't remember two years ago, I tried to grow some pot. I just right in the ground and I did it. I successfully did it. I grew two plants. We smoked some, made some edibles out of some, you know, it was a, it felt successful. Then last year I tried to do it not in the ground, but inside like flower, you know, pots, you know, terracotta pots, actually what they were. And uh, the first night, whether my dog or a possum or something came and knocked all of them over and dumped out all the soil. And it was like, what the fuck? That was some bullshit. And so they, that was all for nothing. So I skipped last year, but then this year um, I had some seeds and I wasn't feeling confident about them. They were taking a long time to like sprout um, growing from seeds. Also like the worst way to do it. People are like, that's the hardest. Don't do it. But I don't know. That's the way I do it, man. And uh, germinate first. Yeah. So I'm germinate. So I got, Seven of them go in here, but I had more, so I made skinny one. I said, hey, will you water these and just see if you can keep them going? So, yeah, I put four in a little thing for him, and uh, we'll see see how it goes. You know, I got some fish meal. Got to put a little bit of that in the water, some of the nutrients, and I'm sure there's other shit I should look up. It's been a couple of years since I remember researching it, but we'll see how it goes. There's all kinds of different ways to do it, man. There's- right. I just remember I kept getting really into um, shaping it. You know, like this, this branch needs to go here and this one here to get all the light. You know, yeah. and I was always trying to pull them to look 
do a certain way and you top them at some time so they like, grow wider instead of taller but i've seven in the little thing i have maybe too many you know like i don't even know why i did that many i was like well something might die you know so yeah. I, I wanted to have backups but uh i'm excited to see where that goes hell yeah so uh you got any plans this, this week coming up Oh man, we actually got tomorrow with no fucking thing to do, and we're happy about it. Oh yeah. And Sunday, I guess we're gonna go down to mom's for you know the family Easter. Yeah. Oh. We used to do a huge family thing for Easter, my mom's side of the family, and uh, doesn't happen now. But we had we'd go be a big Easter egg hunt. That's like like twenty twenty five people. I mean, that's just all of our siblings and families. Yeah, I mean, my mom has, with her steps, had six others, and they all have kids, so um, it's be quite a bit. My sister, uh, she's pregnant. She's due sometime this summer. Right on. So You'll have another one you have to buy a birthday gift for. Yeah. Throw it on the list. It'll be all right, though. I'm happy for her, because it'll be her first birthing one. Right. Well, hell yeah. But, all right, man, we'll... Uh, all right, then. Peace. peace.